Previously on Getting Dicey. Everybody is here for the annual celebration of the time that you all saved Phandalin from destruction. There's a bit of a fog that's creeping through, but within seconds, this fog completely blocks everything from view just as you reach uh, Baron, Mirakin, and Loris. We find ourselves on the Bleeding Barnacle. Inside the captain's quarters, we find a half elf asleep with his tricorn hat rested over his face. Captain! Captain, come quick! By the time he reaches the deck, the fog has started to roll in. The fog starts to retract. You've found yourself in some kind of wooded area. Does anyone else smell that? You find uh, a half-buried human corpse and in his right hand, a crumpled up envelope. Read it, wizard. Wizard man, read it. My adopted daughter, the fair Irina Kolyana, has been bitten by a vampire. Save the world from this evil fate of ours. The gravel road that you've been following leads to this village. A soft whimpering draws your eye toward a pair of children. There's a monster in our house. If there's any monsters in that house, we'll clear him right out for you. You just stay back, okay? I'm rushing All runs towards the house. You're standing in front of this old withered house. The walls are dark. It's very run down on the outside. All of the windows uh, are just black. There's like a buildup of dust and scum that's from both inside and outside. With all the, the sort of walking around, you do hear just a little bit of a creak come from upstairs. You make your way up these beautiful red marble steps. As you get to the top, you notice that it's just as immaculately cleaned as downstairs as well. Hanging above the mantelpiece, is a portrait of a family. Cradled in the father's arms, uh, it's like a swaddled baby. The mother's sort of looking down at it with a hint of scorn. Up against the far wall, there is a heavy wooden chest. Sticking out of it is a skeleton in leather armor. Clutched in the skeleton's left hand is a letter bearing the seal of someone called Strad von Zarevich. Getting dicey. <laughs> So yeah, the um, you've you've read this envelope and you've got the uh, the chest that's in front of you, um, Baron. And mm-hmm. you look down, you notice th- what there was. There was more than just the skeleton uh, in this chest. There was a, there's a few other bits and pieces as oh, well. Okay. Um, you sort of you notice there's a small iron key, uh, sort of near the bottom of this chest as well. Some blank books with um, some pretty sweet uh, black leather covers. Um, and there's three spell scrolls as well. Um, you also, as you scavenge through this thing, find the deed to this house. Oh, I'm rich. As well as the deed to a windmill um, so, and a signed wi- and a signed will. Oh. Um, yeah, so that's, that's kind of... Um, the will is signed by uh, Gustav and Elizabeth Durst. So this is when you learn probably that the house isn't called the Deeth house. It's the Durst's. Oh. It's the Durst's house. Um, what was the Gustav? Uh, and it, Gustav, Gustav and, and Elizabeth Durst. And they've bequeathed the house. They've bequeathed uh, the house, the windmill, and basically all other family property to uh, two names, Roosevelda and Thornbolt Durst, uh, in the event of their parents' death. I thought Ooh. for sure that was going to be Fred. <laughs> Did you say Rosabelda? Rosavelda with a okay. V. Mm. Rosavelda and and uh, Thornbolt. Oh, that's Thornbolt. a wicked name. Yeah. You know, I'd like yeah. to meet him. He's clearly name. very cool. He was the mm. one crying outside. 
Yeah, possibly, possibly. I'm guessing. It's Rosabelda, wasn't it? She was a little, a little girl. She was talking. She was talking, but the other one was just crying, wasn't it? Yeah, oh. that's right. There's was, there was two little kids, yeah. Mm. So um, I've got the, the deed to a house. It's fantastic. And a windmill. Well, it's surely not taking it. We're not here on some kind of robbery mission, are we? <laughs> He's giving us I mean, shifty just, eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is mine because I did look at it and touch it. So I'm just my house. Well, <laughs> um, but that does remind me, we've just read this note and it seems like the people in this house that are being attacked by monsters are potentially evil monsters themselves. They've been torturing and murdering people and sacrificing them to somebody in their dungeon. Yes, very concerning indeed. So mm. are we keen on going into the dungeon? Because I might... You are? You're keen? Yeah, I'm super keen. <laughs> yeah, especially now that I know that one of us could end up with a windmill at the end of it. Oh. <laughs> I've always wanted a windmill. Hmm. Um, are you taking anything from from there? You've got the spell scrolls, you've got the key, you've got the win, uh, the deeds to the house and the windmill, you've got the, wi- mm-hmm. the will itself. Look at the will and the way. Now, what's what are the spell scrolls? Um, you flip through them, it looks to be a, a spell called Bless, another one called Protection from Poison, um, and another called Spiritual Weapon. Okay. From Poison and Spiritual Weapon. Mm. Um, sorry, I'm just writing that down. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go in, anywhere... I was thinking about um, doing something with the skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and Dave, no no clicking your pen today. Oh, <clears throat> only only uh, when you get excited. <laughs> only when you get very, very excited. <laughs> Communicate through the pen. Fantastic. <laughs> it's like the episode of Star Trek. <laughs> okay. He's in the wheelchair, you know, and Captain I Pike. do not. The mm-hmm. pike and um, I don't know it. Okay. <laughs> Some kind <laughs> well, of clicking-based plot point. <laughs> Just yeah. beeps. You can only communicate through beeping. Um, well, I want to cast a spell then, and, it, and I just don't want anyone to freak out because I know, Morley, have you ever seen um, skeletons moving? Nay. Of their own accord? <laughs> okay, because a lot of people, when they see undead, they think, oh, it must be evil. He's a baddie and everything, but... It's not the case. They can actually be very nice people. So, All right. I trust your wizard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's a first. Someone trust me. Actually, well, well, this is a good time. Morley, um, you, you, you don't really know this crew that well. So what I want, I want the others to sort of do is explain what you're seeing, basically. Uh, and this also helps any new listeners or viewers as well. Um, Baron, while you're sort of digging around in this uh, treasure chest, what is, mm. can you describe what the Baron looks like? Uh, to Morley. Okay, he's a, I think, well, he's an aristocrat, but he's left home and sort of given up his money. So I think he's got kind of fine clothes, but he's a bit disheveled. He's got a black wizard hat. He's got a glass staff that he got off of glass staff. And <laughs> what, just a uh, he probably smells <laughs> of booze and cigarettes. And uh, yeah, he's... He's a bit of a boozer. Oh. Mm. Or, or whatever he can get his hands on, really. Yeah, it's not just booze. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
maybe Murican, you're in the same room as Morley as well. Do you want to sort of explain to to Adam what uh, Murican looks like? Uh, she is a diminutive elf with uh, wide, alert eyes, very cautious, uh, sort of hunched over, kind of trying to keep an eye on what Baron's doing, but looking around quite nervously. Um, she wears like a, a long cloak and seems to be dressed for travel in the woods. Uh, she she has quite a wild appearance and you'll see uh, sort of some giveaway magical signs to her face in here that denote she's not your typical elf. She's got a little bit, uh, at the moment, she's tinged with green and, uh, and yeah, a little bit of a strangeness, strange aura. Mm. Yeah, cool. And, and while we're doing this, we might also move through Dave as well. Do you want to explain uh, Loris to Adam? Yeah, I'm a um, seven foot three tall Goliath, grey um, kind of complexion with rather white eyes. Um, tank. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, yeah tank, essentially. <clears throat> big guy. Got a bit of a dad bod, but you know, he's been around for a while. <laughs> I never knew that. I never knew yeah, that. I didn't had know a he dad had a dad, dad bod. Yeah, I thought well, he was he's probably, ripped. He's probably the oldest. He's the oldest. He's, he's not totally ripped, and I've probably never had a chance to describe that, which is why he wears the, the chainmail shirt. Oh, he's a bit body no, conscious. Otherwise, he'd be rocking around with literally just this <laughs> on. A little shy. This is such a new layer to Loris. I didn't know that he was yeah. sensitive about his, his dad bod. I didn't know, though. I thought he was totally well, ripped. Yeah, I thought he was so just wandering I, around yeah. naked and like with ripped abs, but maybe that's just me being a pervert. I don't even know. I think I think we need to... Ad- Most barbarians would, but I mean, it, so basically, Loris has been around for quite a while. He's he's not... He's, this isn't his first rodeo. He's left, like, not to, without giving too much backstory, he's left his old lifestyle to basically be a barbarian and just wander around helping out people wherever he could. Yeah. Um, so he's a bit older than your, your average mm. traveller that you might spot. Oh, yeah, cool. So, and he's yeah. covered in... Tattoos and scars, yeah. Yes, yeah, tattoos, scars, and his chainmail is, is covered in the blood of his. Um, Stop touching your mic, man! Stop that's, touching your mic. <laughs> sorry, that's still not been cleaned. <laughs> so yeah, so he probably still stinks a bit too because he doesn't really bathe. Got a lot. it. Smelly. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't. He probably hasn't. Ba- he probably hasn't bathed in the last three years either, and he got covered. Yeah, probably not. Probably someone crime. told him. To. I'm sure yeah. he accidentally um, fell in a river a few times. At least I hope he did. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, and uh, John, I, tell us about uh, Bill. I was just going to say, I like the canon of uh, Loris really let himself go in the last three years. <laughs> he used to be ripped, but we just, <laughs> since coming back to see him, we've been polite. We haven't mentioned it, but we know. The arms are the arms are tight. <laughs> we've the just water. sort of skirted around it by saying, you're looking so well. You're looking so <laughs> healthy. Well you look really healthy. <laughs> you look well fed. Resilient, robust, <laughs> fecund, all those sorts of things. Uh, yeah, so, well, Morley knows me from my childhood, so he kind of knows a fair bit about what I look like. But for our new viewers, um, depending on the angle that you look at Bill, he looks more or less elvish or more or less human. So mm, He's like a magic eye. He strikes it's a little bit like a magic eye. <laughs> a little bit like a magic eye. Uh, no. And uh, if, especially if you're looking at the side, there's the elvish ear on it. Um, he does mm. look very elvish. Um, but you know, he's a, he's a relatively handsome uh, handsome chap, even if he does have to say so himself. Um, what's strange to you, Morley, I guess, is that uh, I'm very well dressed. Uh, the last time we <laughs> encountered each other, I was... Uh, 
just a bit of a scamp trotting around on the road with uh, not two coppers to rub together. So I seem to have done all right for myself. Um, very well, very finely dressed for uh, a street rat. Mm. Yeah, cool. Okay, so I think we can move on then. I think, Morley, you mm. might have a better understanding of the people you're now traveling with. Mm. Um, what does Morley look like? We all understand he's a pirate. Yeah, you've all been just given <laughs> a piratey <laughs> description <laughs> last week of, of Morley. Looks like a pirate, sounds like a pirate. <clears throat> but does he have a big beard? A there's, he there's does. A beard. Yeah. All right. it's, I, I stress, pirate. though, it's not really your typical pirate beard. More of a sea <laughs> captain beard. Uh, uh, there's the distinction. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's an important one. Anyway, Baron, what were you what were you doing with this um, oh, yes. skeleton in okay. front of you? Uh, I just realised I didn't actually describe what I actually look like. So I'm just very pale, oh. gaunt, and I look like I haven't had sleep for a long time. I've got like dark bags under my eyes. That's the general look. Um, so I'm going to cast animate dead. Did it? Okay. Did it do it? It did nothing happen. So nothing. tell me, tell me about animate dead. Collect it. Okay. Well, what I get to do is animate a dead, and uh, the skeleton um, in the in the chest should come to uh, life. Is there any sort of rolls, or does it just happen? Um, it just happens. Okay. <laughs> I'll take I'll take your word for it. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it should just happen. I'm going. I don't know why it didn't pop up. Okay, I'm just going <laughs> to look it up on my D and D Beyond. But yeah, you should you should just come to life. Just Can you like cast him. it at different levels? Um, no, but once I get upper level, I can bring two back to life. So the spell creates an undead servant. Uh, choose a pile of bones or a corpse of a medium small human humanoid within range. So He's a skeleton, and I imbue. This is the problem with the spell. It says your spell imbues the target with a foul mimicry of life, raising it as an undead creature, which doesn't give a good, <laughs> you know, starting yeah. point. I don't want him to be foul. I mean, it's not. It's not incorrect. It is a decaying pile of bones uh, that foul you're mimicry. bringing back to life. The spell um, was the clearly becomes <laughs> was written by a self-hating necromancer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, someone who's never met a nice skeleton. The target becomes a skeleton if you choose bones or a zombie if you choose a corpse. Mm-hmm. And so I can give you their, their stats and everything. Um, on each of my turns, I can use a bonus action to mentally command any creature I, I make with it up to 60 feet away. Um, I can decide what actions it takes, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And uh, creatures under my control for 24 hours. Um, okay. And I can just cast it again 24 hours. If I don't, I think... I lose control of it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, this um the the skeleton is is all in one piece. It's just kind of slumped over into the um into the chest, and it uh it it slowly raises up, um puts a hand on each on the edge of the treasure chest or this chest, and sort of pushes himself or yeah, this is oh. a guy. This one's a guy. Pushes yeah. himself up to his feet and just kind of stands right next to you just <laughs> looking at you kind of light on its feet just like that just like that oh, oh, <laughs> <Good Lord. laughs> oh he's waving at me oh all right 
<laughs> now he does have he does have a, a bit of um, sort of armor. He's got like leather armor on him, and like I said, he's got he's got like yeah. a, um, a a poison dart or two sticking out. Uh, one is in the uh, art jammed into the armor, another one is in a rib. Um, oh. And yeah, so you've, you've now got a, a okay. animated skeleton standing next to you. I'll just pull the um, darts out of him and try and tidy him up a bit so he looks yeah, presentable. Yeah, just, just dust him off. Yeah, I'll do up his buttons and everything and pat him on the back. <laughs> uh, Gary? Uh, Gary? Welcome back, Gary. <laughs> Gary! <laughs> oh, you were Gary once. <laughs> Less pale, though. Could be the same. Guy. I don't. I don't have. Um, I don't. I wasn't expecting this, so I didn't have any sound effects set up ready to go for that. Xylophone. But he just. He just. He's just like his mouth kind of just clatters, like open and close, oh, and just like he seems happy with his new name. Okay. All right. Good to meet you, Gary. We're going to get along <laughs> yeah. fine. I'm going to treat you with respect, and and uh, we're going to have a nice time. I think. I won't Did put we you need into to? Danger. Did you? We w- we'll just say that he travels next to you unless you send him elsewhere. Then we might need to bring in a token or something okay. on the on the map. Yeah. Um, okay, great. Is there anything else that you need to do? Uh, what are you doing with the stuff that was within the chest? Are you taking any of that with you? Yes, I'll take it. I'll, <laughs> I'll let people know it. what it is. It's, I'll oh, yeah, take, okay. take the contents of the, the chest. Just taking it all, just scooping it's it all It's not a secret. I'm letting everyone know yeah. exactly what you said. All right, so you've got a you've got a little iron key. Mm-hmm. You've got three spell scrolls. You've got a, a couple of leather bound books that just seem to be empty. Uh, and then you've empty? got the yeah, they're just they're just empty books. Um, and then you've got the deed to the house, deed to the windmill, and a signed will. That will is signed. Right, so, we just, so we're just looting now, then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read the note? <laughs> just because there's been a, an incident doesn't mean it's just free, just free real estate, as they say. You can't just take the deed to the house because you heard something bad happened. And I'm not really sure no, I'm about not, the I'm logic not planning there. On, I'm not planning on owning the house, but <laughs> if it turns out that these people are evil or they turn into monsters or something, I think we should give the deed to the children or something. Just holding on to it, right? It's just holding will. on to it. We I've need heard that one before. Just holding on to it. Okay. okay. <laughs> let's um let's move out into the hall. Uh, we have um both Bill and Loris. Bill, what what's Bill up to? Now you had like an interesting moment where you were chatting to the uh the statues of armor or the the armor suits of armor. Sorry. Um, how is he feeling? What what was that for? What was he trying to get a feel for? And how is he feeling right now? Um, I think he's feeling a little bit strange that he's still here in this place uh, and maybe hasn't quite reconciled um, how we got here. Um, I think his initial actions were kind of predicated on him thinking, oh, we're in this VR setup, but really um, it's not. Right, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Correct, correct. Which just just kind of dawned on him and he's now starts to, slowly back away from the suits of armor and says he's going to stick pretty close to Loris, I think. Cool. Um, you hear some, there was creaking earlier coming from upstairs. And again, you're hearing that from above, um, from basically from the stairwell next to you. There seems to be some sort of like the woods creaking or something. Is it, uh, coming closer? That's like right, right above you. Uh, American, Molly, Baron, and try to get their attention. 
And I heard it gonna... too. Mm. <laughs> oh, Bill feverishly points up at the <laughs> ceiling above him. We should send the new skeleton in, just in case there's a monster. Wait, that's a great Gary. idea, American. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you put Gary in trouble? <laughs> in, into the rather, rather him than me, that's all I'm going to say. Are you keen for this, Gary? We'll see how dangerous it is. How dangerous it is. <laughs> I'm just um, stuffing stuff into my um, bag. <laughs> Looks like I'm looting, but I'm not. <laughs> and I, um, I'll come out with Gary. Like American, join. you've just you've just walked out from seeing um, the Baron pilfering this stuff out of this chest, and you've walked out into this main hall with these suits of armor and Loris and Bill. And again, you just take in Bill wearing this top hat and coat that has clearly been taken from the cupboard downstairs as well. Yes, yes. It's all it's all being mentally noted. <coughs> the morality of my companions being somewhat mm, malleable. Mm. Interesting, all isn't right. it? That the people taking stuff that isn't theirs, none of them are the pirate. Are you still yeah, I'm quite <laughs> impressed with your, your composure so far. Hasn't been swiping things left and right. Good, let's shall we go help those children? That's what we're here to do, isn't it? Help the children, not take everything we see. <laughs> Uh, well, should I go up there? I can go say hi. <laughs> we can go up there with Gary. We can yes. all go together. I'm going to send Gary uh, off. I'll, I'll go stand next to Bill and we can both walk up the stairs with Gary uh, in, uh, in the lead. I'm, I'm going to call ahead. Okay. Just... <laughs> all right, I'm just uh, going to... Oh, so are we going to go upstairs? Yeah. Hello. Be careful. I'm just calling from the bottom of the stairwell. Uh, hello. Oh, Is... why would you yell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a fair point. Uh, <laughs> but you you hear nothing. Nothing comes back down. Um, strangely enough, like you you hear your voice kind of echo up this this beautiful stairwell. Um, and just a little bit of dust now sort of comes down from the top of the stairwell. Um, and which is weird because the, this floor and, and the first floor have just been immaculate, mm. but you noticed when you yelled and there was the echoing of a voice up the stairwell, just a little bit of dust, um, started to fall just the tiniest bit. Has the, uh, noise stopped? Uh, you don't hear any creaking right now. Did it stop all of a sudden or? It's just been relatively intermittent. Every now and then you would just hear some creaking. You're not sure if it's just that. The house settling, um, or if there's if it was a foot uh, on on ground, like um, weight of something. Um, can I maybe just, use perception to see if I can tell the difference between those two things? Yeah, yeah. Give me, give me a roll. Uh, nope. Sorry, wrong one. Uh, thirteen. I think a thirteen is enough that. Um, it seemed too uh, in too much of a specific point to be like just the house settling. Plus, this house seems to like be like it's been around for a while. It it really it makes you think something is up there. I uh, turn to the, I turn to the party and shrug. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I I, uh, I say Let's just quietly. Oh, so you're keen to charge in? Is that right? Um, I I did think to call ahead, but the fact that I didn't get a Let's response. Let's just go. Uh, is a bit worrying. 
You shouldn't have called ahead, honestly. I don't <laughs> oh, know I was, what you're thinking. I was trying to be good and raise our intentions to who to the monster. Up there. Yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't. All right. Yeah. Okay. Loris, I think why now did you show you us all, all the way? Halfway. I think you now you all you all hear the creep, just like like almost like the shifting of weight. You just hear a creep. We just lost Shannon as well, strangely. While while um American and Bill are busy discussing stuff, Loris has just basically started walking up the stairs. Oh Loris is just heading up. That's great. Yeah, that's why I was counting three, two, one. <laughs> okay, cool. I was just like nice. I gave them enough time. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think while well, you guys are just discussing it and um Bill is sort of explaining, you know, that he thinks he might have heard something and American's like, maybe we should send the skeleton and, and Baron's like, hey, let's not put him in. Loris is just like just shaking his head and just walking up this this beautiful uh red stairwell. Um Loris, as you get halfway up, you start smelling um that it's it's a lot more it's not damp, but it's musty up here. It's there's way more dust. This place, uh this floor just does not look like it's been looked after. Uh, in the same way that the other floors have. Um, yeah, there's just cobwebs and dust everywhere. And so if you move up and left in the map, you'll see uh, the starting of the third floor being unveiled. Um, <clears throat> and you can see up against the far wall as you get to the top of the stairwell, um, just a, another suit of armor. And this one is completely covered in uh, cobwebs um, with its axe sort of uh, held high next to it. I, I like this. <laughs> um, this suit of armor is cool. <laughs> it's a lot darker up here as well. Uh, there doesn't seem to be much light coming into this area. It's enough that you can see, um, but it is a lot darker. And there's oil lamps mounted um, on the sort of oak panelled wall. So it's still still similar style um, from downstairs. It just hasn't been looked after. Um, and on those, on those uh, panelled walls, it looks like there's more carvings, this time like woodland scenes of trees and falling leaves and small animals. <clears throat> Are the rest of you following Loris up? I shall. Yep. I'm going to cool. whisper, hey, Loris, is it okay up there? It's fine. Come on. <laughs> Who was that? Was that Dave? It's a dark, dank room. You're Lawrence? not missing anything. <clears throat> I promised I'll hold you to it. <laughs> yeah, where's that Loris voice? Come on. Oh, yeah. Ah. Um. Yeah, and as you all venture up the stairway, you two all smell the the musty, sort of dusty smell of this floor, um, and to, and you also see this uh, suit of armor just covered in spider webs. It's a couple of there's a door to your left, and sort of a little alcove off to the right with a couple of doorways as well. Hmm. Can we discern the direction that the the noises were coming from? You you were standing where you thought that noise was coming from, like it was right above you when you were in the hall below. And now you've taken that stairwell directly up. Um, there doesn't seem to be anything so here. If it's super dusty, do we see any recent tracks in the <clears throat> in the dust on the ground? Uh, give me a perception roll. Oh, I shall. <laughs> give me five minutes. <laughs> spot hidden. Spot hidden. Let's get that spot <laughs> hidden. Oh wait, wrong game. <laughs> okay, I'm doing perception. Roll of a nine. Um, oh, what? With a nine, you're not really noticing. You notice the absence of tracks. Like it is very dusty up here, and it doesn't look like anyone's really been up here for quite some time. Are there any windows on this level? Hmm. And not in the room that you are in. That's why uh, it is a much darker this area. Yeah. 
I have faith um, in you, Loris. <laughs> yeah, Loris. What, you, so you've come up. Everyone's followed behind you. You've been uh, greeted with this this empty-ish room. Oh, Did, you got. Sorry, I'm just I'm just muting until people in the kitchen leave. The room. Oh, right. We're still going to pick that up in the podcast. So I'll have to do some great fun fun time editing, <laughs> but that's okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. Well, uh, who's following American? You're behind. Loris is just kind of walking around, taking it all in. Mm. I'm going to carry up in the same direction I've come and um, walk up to the, the door in the corner and, and place my ear upon it, listening for anything. Yeah, as you walk past that, um, that suit of armour, um, the axe that it was holding high just drops <gasps> um, and just comes down um, on you. <laughs> on and it you. Rolled, it rolled a 23. Oh. <laughs> Which I assume is a hit. Doing five damage um, to you. Uh, what I will get uh, from each of you uh, is a roll of initiative. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Don't token. forget to click your token. <laughs> oh, yeah, click token. Right. Uh, 11.14 for Bill. It's a nice round number. I've rolled a 12.13. I rolled a 10. I've rolled a 12. 21, baby. Must be your inner chivalry coming out. Now, who didn't click their token? We've got a few people. Adam. That's okay. Well, Adam didn't know. The pirate. He's, he, um, the pirate didn't click so, his token. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, that's fine. Right. No, <laughs> if, if you click your token before her rolling initiative, then it automatically gets added to the turn order. Uh, so I'll add you on there. Um, and what, so what did you roll? 21. 21. Uh, cool. You are forgiven this one. And who else do we? We've got Bill, American, Loris, Baron. We don't have you on there. Oh, that's weird. I've clicked it. Selected. Oh. Mm. Uh, what did you What did you roll? A 10. Cool. I think we've got everyone else in there. Cool. All right. Morley, you've just, um, as you've made your way up the, the staircase, you've just seen this um, the suit of armor just drop this axe down into American. You don't know if American bumped into it or you've seen it standing completely still with its axe just down into the ground, having just taken a bit of mm-hmm. uh, a, sh- a chunk off American's shoulder. Um, what are you, what's Morley up to? I call out, American, are you okay? She's, she screams in shock as, it, as the axe comes down upon her and she's clutching her bloody shoulder and she's like, what happened? And she staggers back from, from the suit of armour. Uh. I also want to draw my crossbow readying. So if the cross, uh, if the suit of armor moves again, I'm going to fire off a bolt mm. straight at its head. Yeah, that's there. Yeah, that's great. Perfect. Uh, American, over to you. You're not really sure what happened. It's it's completely still right now. Um, mm. And it did, from what you can see, the axe just did just drop straight down in front of it. It just managed to get you as it went down. Mm. I'm trying to figure out if I'd think that that it had attacked me or if it had just dropped in a moment of of uh, <laughs> confusion. Mm. <laughs> um, well, if, um, we can do a perception roll that can decide that for you, if you like, if you mm, want that to be a yeah, bit easier. Yeah, I think so. Because I just, okay. I don't give know, me, I don't think I've ever would have come across such a thing before. Yeah, give me a perception roll. All right. I've rolled a 16. Yeah, you know you didn't touch this. You know you didn't. You went, moved past it. You gave it a decent about, um, um, amount of sort of birth as you went past it. Um, yeah. And you think you saw it moving just a little 
as you were getting close. All right. She's going to scream out, I think there's something in there. And um, she uses, she raises her staff and smashes it down on the ground, casting thorn whip as a snaking vine grabs out and tries to uh, snag the axe out of its hand. Yeah, the, the thorn whip um, lashes out and wraps around its gauntlet, um, but it can't grab on. There's, it's too smooth. It's, it's way too smooth for the thorns to dig into. Uh, and you pull the whip back, um, having done nothing uh, to it. All right, I'm just um, going to stagger back into the corner. Cool. Uh, Loris. So Loris believes that um, Merrick knocked the armor over. Okay. Loris was admiring the armor and thought it was very spectacular and was obviously looking around the room. Yeah. He's just assuming that not that American has been some, you know, flitting around like a little, you know, druidic <laughs> fairy kind of thing and just sort of, you know, knocked something over. Um, so I'm just gonna step over and towards the the armor and try and put it back to sort of just lift the arm back to where it should be because it, it needs to be in its stately position. Yeah, you you um basically reposition uh, the arm into where it was holding it. Uh, and it seems to be balanced nicely. It seems to be pretty sturdy. You're quite happy with what you've done. Cool. I'm just going to look at Merrick and Merrick, are you okay? No, my shoulder. It's bleeding. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's definitely had some damage. Please be more careful with the sharp objects. They, they, they will fall on her. Condescending. Yeah. It's <laughs> <for laugh. laughs> Bill, Bill, Asshole. you haven't seen much of this being a little further down, but you have seen uh, Morley in front of you um, take his crossbow off his back, and 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 you heard Merican scream out, uh, and you've heard Loris sort of telling her to be a bit more careful. What's Bill up to? Um, it's actually kind of hard to to act here. I think I'm I think I'm just going to ready an action to cast uh, vicious mockery. If I see that thing move against one of my friends while I'm peeking around Morley. <laughs> I've already okay. had vicious mockery cast on me by Loris. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, Baron, you're down the stairs, even further down the stairs with um, Gary. Yes. You haven't really seen or you've heard everything that I've just uh, detailed to Bill. I've heard Maybe. a scream, well, uh, the sound of American being hit by an axe. Yeah, you've heard the clanging of something hitting the ground. You've heard Murican scream and you've heard Loris kind of tell her to be a bit more careful. Oh, I heard that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But you've also seen Morley taking this crossbow off his back and you've seen Bill, um, his curiosity peak up a little as well. I'm going to walk up the stairs until I can see what the cause of this commotion is. Yeah, I'd say if you could, you could make your way past both Bill and Morley if you wanted to. Yeah. Okay. And it's the it's a, <laughs> Gary. Tsunami. Gary is like close behind you, like trying to squeeze its way around both Bill and Morley. Its skeletal hands, kind of like grabbing on, and pulling past both Bill and Morley. Get away! Thank you, too, Gary. <laughs> he's uh, he can slide past pretty easy. Yeah, I think. but he's yeah. definitely being grabby. I've oh, been me tooed by that's Gary. That's canon. That's canon. <laughs> grabby in life. Yeah. Everyone needs chest. everyone needs someone who can look at them the way that you're looking at Barry, uh, Gary right now. I think, <laughs> yeah, it's very nice. Um, yeah. So what's Baron? You've, you've got to the top and you've just sit, finished seeing Loris putting this suit of armor back into position. I am suspicious of these things because Bill was suspicious of them last time. Mm. I thought he was insane, but I'm going to cast a um, um, Toll the Dead on it. Okay. 
And if it gets a reaction, it'll mean that it is alive. Yeah, uh, that's that's he good. He has to do a save of fourteen, I think. Uh, oh, of damn it. Constitution or? God damn it! Thought I had everything solved. <laughs> I think it's. Gone. You had it yeah. set up properly before, didn't you? <laughs> I, I like did. last last session or oh, campaign, did. I should say. Oh, well, he's rolled it. He's ro- if it was Constitution. He's well, he's rolled a seventeen, so plus one is eighteen. Mm. Okay, nothing happens. <clears throat> nothing happens, Gary. It's up to you. Go <laughs> poke him with your. Um, does he have a sword? Skeletons usually have swords. I think skeletons got well. He's got no weaponry on him. Okay, um, that sucks. Get him! Get him, Gary! <laughs> get him, get him, Gary! Well, while you're oh, um, looting everything from the house, wasn't there a lovely sword on the wall back there? At some point, you could probably make your own. <laughs> yeah, is there a sword on the wall? <laughs> Scrap Not in this room. Gary. There was one, I think, back down in the library or okay. in one of the halls, I believe. But Okay, we'll just um, go push him for now. Okay, Gary just kind of like rickety, <laughs> just like really wobbly on his feet, just wanders <laughs> over to this suit of armor and just gives it a massive shove. Uh, and it just like clangs up against the wall and then rocks back onto its feet um, in, a, in a standing position. Oh, Is that like an unarmed strike? or was he, was he trying to damage it or just give it a shove? Trying to push it over. Yeah, yeah. So it's just pushed it into the boosh, into the um, wall, and it's hit the wall and balanced back onto its feet. Oh, oh that's pretty Baron, good. Baron, control your beast. I am. <laughs> that's exactly what I just he did. What I told him to do. Um, all right. Uh, just as it settles back onto its feet, the axe just comes straight down into um, into Gary. What? <laughs> um. <laughs> Who put that axe back up? It's obviously a health and safety danger. <laughs> uh, that is a 12. I don't know what Gary's His AC armor class is. is 13. Oh, damn. All right, Gary. <laughs> um, yeah, it swipes down, down right next to Gary. Um, and it's still for just a moment. And you all look at it like, okay, well, it fell because Gary pushed it. Right? And then it just slowly starts raising by itself, raising the axe back up with one arm and just strikes out to the side um, into, into Mirican. So it was down with its right arm and then just out to the side to its right where Mirican was standing. Um, and this time it rolled a 16. Oh, I think that's exactly what my armor class is. All right, doing six damage as this axe just slams oh. into, like, uh, uh, it cuts into a bit of your waist. Oh. Uh, Bill. I believe there's a couple of triggered actions. Actually, yeah. that's a good point. Let's 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 Morley, um roll for your uh, crossbow. Do I just click on the roll twenty sheet crossbow? Just, yeah, just cl- click your crossbow. Uh, uh, it's a twelve. Um, so yeah, you you've seen as as uh, Gary pushed it and the axe comes down. You just your trigger finger goes and this uh, bolt from your crossbow just soars straight into the wall next to the um, uh, suit of armor. Um, Bill, you had vicious mockery ready to go. Uh, I call out to American and I just say, I'm sorry, American. I assume these suits were more furniture than foe. I thought they'd be armoire, not walking armor. <laughs> That's good. Uh, and we're going to encourage him. Is it? What do we have to roll? Uh, wisdom save. Wisdom. Uh, we failed. That was a 10, total of 10. <laughs> we're we're off to a good start with vicious mockery with Bill. 
after failing every role uh, <laughs> in the last campaign. Um, he takes five psychic damage. Five psychic damage. And okay, he has disadvantage cool. on his next attack roll. <clears throat> oh, perfect. Okay, great. Um, but that doesn't stop. Actually, that might have stopped her him from um, hurting Mirican. In hindsight, okay, because you did that before he ended up attacking both Gary and Mirican. So yeah. that first attack was with uh, disadvantage. Is all attacks with disadvantage or just the next attack? Just the next attack. So the attack on Gary was at disadvantage, which was a 12. Uh, the attack on Mirican was not with disadvantage, unfortunately, which was still the 16. Um, <clears throat> so Mirican, you still take that, that six oh. uh, damage. Um, but now uh, it is Morley's turn. All right, Morley's going to, you're like, by Christ, I'm rusty, and kind of put his crossbow <laughs> down by his side and hold out his, his hand, uh, and he's going to cast Witch Bolt straight at the, skull, at, at the pseudo. Take that, you iron bastard! Witch Bolt? Mm. This is a new one. So, so he's not you... a pirate, he's a witch. Oh. Do you want to read that for us? Yeah. <laughs> uh, a beam of crackling blue energy lances out toward a creature within range, forming a sustained arc of lightning between you and the target. Make a range. Okay, yeah, so mm. you guys, you, this, is the, this is the first time where you see Morley for maybe who he really is. Instead of with his crossbow, he just puts out one hand and this arc of lightning just shoots out from his hand and just slams straight into that suit of armor. Um, and that does uh, eight lightning damage. Yeah, you, you pelted cool. that thing with damage. And it is, again, just blasted up against the wall and settles back on its feet as that lightning arc just dissipates, just crackles and dissipates. He's not, he's not vulnerable to lightning by any chance, being made of metal? Uh, no. No, he's not. No, he's not. Maybe, maybe he liked it and you just healed him. Fine, now he's <laughs> healed. Completely healed, everyone. <clears throat> no, that's... He's <laughs> yeah, no, he's had... He's, you've damaged him. Um, I'm going to look over at Morley like, what the fuck? Yeah, because that came from behind you, yeah, Baron. That, that just shot out from behind you. And I'm just uh, going to mutter to myself, he's more powerful than Gary. Still got it. <laughs> uh, anything else you wanted to do there, Morley? No, just give a wink back to um, the Baron as he looks at me. <laughs> what? Yeah, perfect. American, uh, over to you. You've got no doubt. You know that this thing is out to hurt you now. Mm. Well, uh, when one is cornered, one becomes like a wild animal and must choose between mm. fight and flight. And in this case, it's fight the bear or flight of stairs. Barricade. Bring back Barricade. She raises her staff to the, to the ceiling and starts chanting in Elvish as her, as her elvish form dissolves into that of a large, burly black bear. Molly, this is the first time you are seeing this. <laughs> oh, I thought I was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, for cool. once in my life, I won't forget the rules and try to attack on the same turn. You're just bearing up. Uh, yeah. Okay. Did you want to move? Did you want to do anything? I'm just going to stand my ground and slobber up. at it. Cool. Loris, you just finished putting this up when you saw it like clearly attack both the uh, um, Baron Skeleton and Mirican. Um, also, this amazing bolt of lightning shooting out from um, Morley's hand. Uh, what do you do? That that was a, a bit of a surprise. Um, 
I think clearly this thing is is a te- is is not what I thought it was. I, I I had armor in my mind and something very arty, um, but clearly it's not. So I think I'm I'm kind of standing next to it. So what I'm going to do, I'm, I'm just going to grab its leg and just try to yank it from where it is to, so it falls prone. Okay, we'll go. Well, then wins we have to do a grapple. So give me a strength roll. Uh, is that just a standard strength throw? Or just a, a standard, uh, we'll just do, what are we doing? So just click on the strength. Just, yeah, button. just click strength and I'll do a All right. competing roll. I rolled a 15. Okay, cool. It is It is classified as grappled now. Um, so on your next action, if, or if you've got a second action, then you, I'll let you sort of pull it down onto the ground. But at the moment it is grabbed. You've stopped this thing from being able to, to move. So in the act of, so is acting, so I guess because I get two attacks at the moment, mm-hmm. is grappling one attack or is it counted as just a full action? You get, you get, uh, an, a grapple is an action and an attack yeah. is an action. Do you get two actions or do you get two attacks? Oh, two attacks. I'm trying to, f- so I guess it's, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, how your you action is two attacks, I think. Yeah, your, your one action yeah. is two okay. attacks, yes. That's cool. Cool. All right. That's cool. So I'm yeah, I'm gonna grab his leg and I'm just gonna brace myself. So when my next turn comes, I'm going to prepare to yank yeah. him. If he moves, I'm I'm gonna resist him moving. Like, I love the vis- the image of Loris just popping a squat and holding on to the leg of the suit of armor. Just Great. holding on. I'm just just gonna lock and hold. Yeah, cool. Bill, <laughs> over to you. Um calling out to the suit of armor again, I'm just gonna say, You must have been a big cunt in life. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Mr. Circumference. <laughs> do we need to put an R18? Yeah, we'll put that out. this already. Well, definitely. <laughs> yeah. We do any we do anyway, that's fine. Um, <laughs> 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 it's <not even> nine. <laughs> There's gotta be one per campaign and we've we've spent oh, it in wow. the in the second episode. Okay. So what was that? Another vicious mockery? What do we Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're getting cocky. You're like, I, I did I it the first time. I can't believe that was the thing that got the laugh. The circumference was great. Circumference. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's good. But you dropped the C-bomb. That's all that matters. Uh, he's, failed. Just, he's, just, failed. he's failed on that wisdom throw as well. I'll Whoa. just call everybody cunts from now on. That'll <laughs> <laughs> get their range in them after anyway. Um, uh, he's, fa- he's failed on that save. So give us a damage roll. I'm just kidding. I won't use that word anymore. <laughs> okay. Um, Our American audience is like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? What? They should listen normal. to an Australian podcast. Yeah. Um, so that's it. Yeah, six damage. This thing, it's not showing, it's not like, um, it's not really showing the damage, but you know that these are so good. These are the best ones that you've thrown out in a long time and you're feeling really confident that they're hitting and they are doing damage. Um, any Anything else? Um, from Bill? He just has a uh, disadvantage on his next attack roll. Perfect, perfect. Uh, Baron? I'm going to do a similar thing to last time. I'm going to try... Oh, actually, <clears throat> I'll try... No, yeah, poison... Um, no, told the dead, told the dead. I clicked the wrong part. We're going to do another told the dead, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's a... It was a constitution saving throw. It was a wisdom. Uh, it is... Uh, wisdom 15. Um, okay, he failed. Ooh. He has failed that. But he hasn't taken any damage, has he? So He's taken heaps of damage. Oh, oh right. Yeah, he got that bolt. 
Okay, yeah, so yeah. 2d12. And he's taking psychic damage from Bill, isn't he? And he's taking, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's vicious mockery. I never wounded. expect that stuff to hit, so. Don't forget my <laughs> <laughs> and it never has. Um, Don't forget my 2d4 every turn. <laughs> so he takes 11 um, damage from Toll the Dead. Um, it's, it's getting a bit weak in the knees. Uh, it's where it was standing quite sturdy and upright for pretty much all of this, except for when he's been thrown against the wall a couple of times. Um, now there's a bit of shaking uh, in the knees and a bit of uncertainty in all the joints. Oh, yeah, uncertain um, joints. <laughs> uncertain joints. It is. It is the uh, armor's turn again, um, and it's rolling with disadvantage, and it can't move anywhere. It's got Loris just attached to its leg, um, and it's still got its uh, sort of axe out, and it just brings it back through uh, Gary. Oh, oh come on! Hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a roll of 13, which well, is... he's got an armor class of 13. So yeah, so that's five yeah. damage. Is it not a roll of eight if he's rolling with disadvantage? Oh, disadvantage? Oh, Sorry, yeah. yeah, of course. He Thank you for the reminder. That is a, the C-bomb. That is, he needs to get the disadvantage. That, yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and he's being grappled as well, so it's definite definite disadvantage. So that's, sorry, that's an eight. It's a swing straight past uh, Gary. Oh, yes. Um, I think what Gary does is he kind of just goes... And like separates all of his vertebrae, <laughs> oh, cool. sort of separate for a bit, and the axe passes through it, and they sort of come back down and connect again. Um, no, but then, but he, um, the armor just follows through with that uh, swing of the axe um, and tries to uh, aim towards Loris, um, but missing, just going straight over the head of Loris and clanging into the wall um, uh, behind behind him. Uh, Morley, back to you. Uh, I am going to take a running jump at him with my short sword, <laughs> just trying to swing my short sword as hard as I can right at the, the neck region. Yeah, yeah, cool. Go, give me a roll. Call this one the run and roll. Oh. <laughs> the old run and roll. The old run and roll. Sorry. Try it again. The old, oh, here we go. Uh, 11s is not enough. Um, and it's probably because, like, Loris is, like, Squatting next to this thing, grabbing onto its leg, you got this animated armor in front of it. Uh, yes, Joe, you're gonna. Oh, I was just wanting to understand how grappling works. Does he get like because no surely if he's held in place, he should like attach to get advantage on him or something, right? Even with advantage, he's missed. Oh, oh actually, he only rolled once. Give me another roll, actually. Give me another roll. That's a good point. There should be advantage on that attack. Okay. So. <laughs> Even better. It's a seven. Well, so we stick. We stick with that get? first roll. <laughs> Eleven and seven, so we'll go with the eleven. Yeah, um, just with the the noise of everything that's going on, um, you just like slam that your the tip of your sword into the wall, sort of next to um, the suit of armor. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take. Um, I think as a rogue, I get to as a bonus action disengage. So I'm gonna okay. kind of do a backflip back to where I was oh. on the stairs. Whoa. God, this new guy's so cool. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I want to get an athletics check oh, from you on this one. <laughs> I knew this was coming. All right. Roly if, you'd said, if you'd said I just slowly back off, I'd be like, good, mm. cool. But no, you wanted yeah, a backflip. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going going for the spectacular. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's good. You don't, you don't nail you it. It's not like, gymnast, like gymnastic worthy, not Olympic worthy, but you, you do it. Twelve. You land like you land sort of like in front. You land in front of Bill and then lose your balance a little bit and just put your hand out and um, just to balance yourself on Bill and you're back on your feet. Like I said, um, I'm rusty. <laughs> um, it was just Mirican. 
Right. Oh, sorry, Bill. Oh. I was just gonna say, I'm just. This guy's cool as shit. We need fucking all this here. Flipping uh, puns. <laughs> so, uh, do I get advantage on any attacks against him through the grab? Yes, he is. He is grappled. All right, the cornered bear is going to lunge forward and um, slash out with its claws, and also try and bite and rip at the armor, trying to pull it apart. Uh, so you get two attacks, do you? Yes, the bear gets an attack with each. The claws and mouth. Okay. I think I actually rolled an uh, so extra time by mistake there. We'll just take. We'll take the first. So I rolled two. a nineteen. Uh, the, so the claws. Nineteen for the claws. Uh, which is a hit. Ooh. That's a hit. The um the bite isn't a hit, but that's because as you swipe out, it just like shatters into its individual pieces and drops down, sort of rains down on top of Loris um in pieces. The um the armor is is on the ground. It's not moving. Uh, and it's in pieces. It doesn't seem to be functioning anymore. <sighs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> you just see like a big bloody bear just panting, standing in the mess that was the armor. Mm. Are, are you going to maintain the bear form now that the, the combat is done? Or are you I'm, turning I'm back to I'm still wary, so I'm going to stay as the bear and see what everyone else. Yeah, cool. Loris, what are you doing now that this thing is sort of just broken apart in front of you? Well, I have a um, my hands. Arms wrapped around a, a leg, which I'd like to offer Berikin as, as a kind of a way of saying sorry, <laughs> <laughs> scolding her. <laughs> so it's like, and then she and I'm just going to lay it in front of her and and, and sheepishly back away. And yeah, this is when you notice that the 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 piece that you're holding onto, there's nothing inside it. It is literally just the the shell of the armor. Uh, that also weirds me out a bit. Yeah, because. That shouldn't be happening. So I really don't want to be staying holding on to this thing. Mm. That's fair. Mm. Cool. So now that the air is settled, you you guys have really kicked up a lot of dust doing all that, and you've um you've just sort of reminded of where you are. American behind you now. There's there seems to be a couple of doors, and behind you, Loris, facing the other direction, is also like a small area with a uh, a big double door, and just around the corner, and a, a little smaller um, single door. Um, what do we? Uh, oh. Is that a hint of what you want to do there, Shannon? Yes, it is. I'm going to cast <laughs> as a ritual. If I get time, if it gets interrupted, it won't work, but it takes 10 minutes to cast Detect Magic because I think uh, this yeah. is some wizardy shit. Okay, normally normally we would just like sort of skip forward 10 minutes, but would is it likely that all five of you would just be sitting around waiting for the no, Baron to finish? No, I don't expect finishes? anyone. I'm not telling anyone that I'm doing it. Uh, Bill? Uh, my initial reaction was to say, hey, Baron, what's up with this? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, if you ask, I'd like to know too, but I think this is obviously, I don't think it's necromancy or something, but it's someone's put some sort of life force or some sort of glamouring on the, on the armour here. And there could be others or other objects that could attack us. So I'm going to cast um, Detect Magic. And mm-hmm. they should glow if we see them. If we that's walk within, within range, thirty feet of you. Yeah, it follows me though. So, yeah, um, just have a quick look. That covers that covers a big chunk of the house, uh, or at least the floor that you're on. You know, you won't be able to see what's happening above or below you. Um, yeah. So, what is everyone else doing while this ten minute ritual is taking place? Um, while the Baron is doing his thing, mm. <clears throat> I'd like to just sort of check this this door here. Just want to kind of have a look at it, see if it feels locked, or you know, kind of give it a bit of a nudge and see if it opens. 
Um, yeah, now that you're up close to this set of um, doors, you notice that there's like this amazing uh, stained glass just design uh, set into this uh, double door. Um, and it resembles kind of like a, like a similar motif that you've seen elsewhere in the house is like a big windmill on a on a um, on like a red hill. Um, but uh, you, you put your hand on it and it doesn't look to be locked. Uh, it looks like you'd be able to walk in pretty pretty easily if you wanted to. Okay. What about the door behind me? Uh, the door behind you isn't locked either, um, and it's actually a little open. It's like it hasn't even been shut properly. But there are cobwebs that are uh, sort of um, bridging the gap between the door and the door frame. Okay. American? I've got a question about how HP works. So if I get injured as an elf and then turn into a bear, can I be healed of the damage I've taken as an elf, or do I have to revert first? So you get the full HP of the bear, which becomes your new um, It's like my my temporary uh, HP. Yep, and when that depletes, you go back to where you were. Um, the hit yeah. points that you had, but so previously. if someone tried to heal me while I was a bear, <clears throat> would that heal my original it, hit points, or is it not really relevant? It, it, you at the moment you are a healthy bear, oh. um, a very Thank healthy you. bear. So Thank you very much. if you were, if you were to take damage as a bear, <laughs> just husky, husky. husky. As well, I've no. been looking um, well fed. I get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you were to be damaged as a bear and healed as a bear, it wouldn't heal okay. Americans' damage. Good to know. Yeah. Okay, cool. I do also uh, have advantage oh, yeah. on smell check as a bear, so I figure I might go Ooh. sniffing around. See if Thank I can smell Loris. anything weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm just as a bear, I'm just <laughs> overcome by a stench and I realise it's Lauren. Um is there anything you're sniffing out for? Um signs of anything that's not dust, like living beings? Um, because of your smell, I'm not going to get you to roll, but because of the your bearish sense of smell, um, you're really smelling this place for almost what it is. It's it's you're smelling hundreds of years of of um people that have come and gone through this house. You don't smell anything living in the floor that you're on, or sort of even in the proximity of the floor above or below you. Um, there's no smell of anything alive. Uh, just a bit of decay. Thanks. You're still smelling a bit of, well, Gary's right next to you as well. So you're smelling the the deadish bones. Um, but no, there's nothing, nothing. It's just old. It's like a really ancient smell is what you're picking up. Um, Baron, you had your hand up for a bit there as well. Oh yeah. I was just going to ask if anyone has a spear short sword or a spear crossbow. For Gary. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're going to give one, but then you found out for Gary. It's, I, it's, I, look, I know it sounds it. bad. I thought you meant like the actual <laughs> bolt, which I was like, yeah, you can have a bolt, but if you want the actual. No, no, a crossbow <laughs> or a, a, a spear short sword. Yeah. I have a, yeah. a spear short sword. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Hey, um, okay, Gary's going to come over and um, politely. Ask you for it. We yeah, the rattling it. of the rattling of Gary's bones as he makes his way over to Bill and just puts his hand out um, in acceptance of this short sword, uh, and it, he just <laughs> he holds it and grabs it by the hilt and just raises his like a skeletal arm up into the air. And, <laughs> his uh, arm came off. <laughs> oh no, Loris, <laughs> uh, what are you doing with these doors? Um, 
I, I'd like to go through the little door if I could. They, they just like to poke my head. Are you sure Loris isn't too big of... for the little door? No, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted I'm you done. to answer that. I wanted the the agony of you saying he was big, but I want to go in the door. Um, he's not that big, all right? Okay. Come on now. Okay. This is like um, a body yeah, shaming episode. Enough of the. What is yeah, this made by miners? You creak the door open, uh, breaking the the cobwebs that are clinging between the door and the door frame. Um, and you open it up, and there's just uh, it's it's again, it's a very dark room. Now there's no windows in here, and you squint, and you can see that there's like a bathtub, like a wooden bathtub with clawed feet, um, sort of in front of you to the left. There's a small iron stove with a kettle uh, resting atop it, um, and yeah, there's a cistern on the roof that is probably being used to collect rainwater. Um, which is sort of goes down this pipe down into this small little bowl on top of a barrel. It just looks like you've walked into just a an old, unused, dusty bathroom. Hmm. That was disappointing. <laughs> um, so, as far as the light is concerned, is it just like it's just a dim, dark or darkish room? Right, there's nothing in there lighting the room at all. Nothing in this room is lighting. You're getting just a little bit of reflected light from an already dark room uh, at the top right. of the stairs. I'm just going to pull. Um, Grab my mace and light bring it. So I've got a light source. Yeah, cool. You know, and it lights it up. It's, it, you just see a bit more clarity to what to this room. There's nothing. Um, what you thought you saw is what you saw. It's just an old abandoned cool. bathroom. It's nothing worth noting at all in this room. Just a big dumbass bathroom. I think Loris kind no of is confused. What is this like? I think Loris is a little confused. Maybe they don't have these kind of bathrooms where he's from. And he's like looking under the, the, the tub itself to see if there's anything. And he's, there's nothing. It's just dust and cobwebs he, and he spiders. He hasn't used one of these in a long time. And, you know, yeah. I have no purpose for these things. Yeah. I think when you, uh, when you light, when you lit uh, light bringer, there's just a couple of spiders, just kind of real small spiders, just sort of scattered and <laughs> ran underneath some of the, into the shadows, into the corners. Uh, Bill. Wait, does he not know what a bath is, or <laughs> or? No, he just hasn't. Well, he's been all, he's been wandering the road for a very long time and hasn't bathed in a bath for a very long time. Okay, and there's not really a bath big enough for a, a Goliath, to be fair. Okay, but <laughs> he knows what bath. it is. Okay, cool. he knows what it is. Just no, what's one of these? You know, yeah, useless. So. Yeah, I'd say you even probably even reach for the tap on the bath, and there's just no no there's no plumbing. There's nothing's nothing's working. Just dust comes out. Yeah, just like yeah. <laughs> um. All right. We'll say maybe five minutes has passed since um Baron started his um thing. What else, Morley? Uh, what's Morley doing um, at the moment? Pretty confused by the whole uh, woman turning into a beer or elf woman turning <laughs> into a beer in front of me. So mm. I'm kind of like. Just cautiously following the beer around and sort of, <laughs> uh, American, are, are you in there? Uh, are you okay? <laughs> she nods as a beer. Right. I, I turn to Bill. Is this is this normal then? Uh, yeah, it's about as normal as we get. You you threw a fucking boat. What the fuck is that? Hey, <laughs> Bill. Oh, I've lived some lives in the time that we've seen each other, boy. Jeez, you really turned that thing into holy armor. Uh, I don't get it. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, that was uh, that was super impressive. Ah, oh, thanks, Bill. It's great to know I can still impress ye young folk, even though you're like three years younger than me, also. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow looks like a decade younger. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. He, he looks- yeah I think there's a visual distance in age between the two, despite only a small actual age gap. Mm-hmm. It's um, also it's also that thing of like when you're younger, a few years matters for everything, and then when mm-hmm. you're older, like it just doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Wise words. Um, yeah, backflip was pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that he even tried it, even if he didn't nail it. Um, Let's not keep rubbing that. Even though he could have done it better. Oh, dusty in here. As an elf, Merican was like, solid effort. And that's like a really high compliment <laughs> for her. So take it as it is. Um, she's going to um, go sniffing as a bear towards um, the other door near, near the yeah. suit of armor. And you're just sort of like sniffing around the, the base of the door? Yeah, I might nose at the handle, see if I can open it as a bear. Okay, yeah, so you're kind of like pouring at it as well. Mm. Yeah, I think just... Velociraptor. Yeah. (laughs) Clever girl. Mm. You you pour at it and sort of, you're sniffing away. You're not smelling anything sort of bad within there, but just the weight of your nose um, just creaks the door open a little bit. Um, And and again, it's just like a... Oh yes! Every time your your breath goes out before you sniff in, it's just kicking up dust. Um, and there's yeah, it's again very very smelly in here. But one thing that um, it's, it's almost the moment you cracked open that door, uh, even though you're a ferocious bear at this moment, um, and you've never had a problem uh, as long as you've been in that bear form, um, you just you just have this feeling of dread kick in the moment that door opened. And like the hair, the fur kind of the around the back of your bearish, the hackles of your bare neck, your bare neck is like just <laughs> stand on end. Oh, I'm sure what everyone noticed that. <laughs> What's that? Sorry? Joe? I'm, I said, I'm sure the, the ones around me noticed that happen. Well, they noticed the door opening, but you're the only one that really felt that dread. Mm, but uh, when an animal puts at, its at hackles up, you do note that. She's going to let out. They're looking at your hackles for sure. They're probably like admiring my hackles. Whoa. And they also (laughs) hear. see those hackles? They're just like, oh, those are some beautiful hackles. Incredible. And then they see the hackles go up and she lets out a low growl. There we go. It's probably the growl. It's probably the hackles. Is everything everything okay, Birkin? You all right? I'm just going to growl and nudge the door a little open. Okay. uh, Are you uh, trying to get a look at what's inside this room? Yeah. Okay, let's let's reveal a bit of this room. Um, let's just draw that out. You, the door opens up, um, and again, you've just got dust and cobwebs everywhere. There's a um, this b- stunning bed up against the far wall. It's just incredibly elegant, although the, the the sheets and stuff are showing serious age. They're barely held together. Uh, they're probably almost more cobwebs than sheets at, at this point in time. Um, on uh, you're right, there's a small door, and just past that, uh, a little double door, and there's a, another ornate fireplace up against the wall to your left, as, of, of the left of the room as you head in. Hmm. Um, are you going to venture into this room at all? Yes, I'm going to slowly pad into the room. Okay, cool. As you, you make your way through, and you notice as you just get through to where the room opens up, there's this beautiful um, uh, mirror. Um, sort of a part, there's like a big mirror and then this wardrobe or, uh, yeah, big wardrobe next to it. Just going to see what I've got here. So the, yeah, the, the mirror is like, it's got this beautifully carved, just like everything else in this place is just carved 
um, wood with uh, ivy and berries around this frame of this uh, mirror. Um, uh, there is obviously the bed, two end tables on each side of it, and just a, a wardrobe next to the mirror that's open and and empty. Can I sense any kind of direction to this feeling of dread, or is it just permeating the room? It's per- it's permeating the room. Oh. It's you're feeling it more now um, than than before, Molly. As you have moved up closer to that door, you're now feeling a sickness in your stomach. Um, yeah, Molly's Molly's following Berrigan um, through this door and just very slowly walking and kind of eyes darting around the room, but I would like to keep my long, uh, my short sword out in front of me. Okay. Um, I'd say by this point, um, Baron, your, your um, spell is completed. And the moment you, is it a, is it an incantation? Are you speaking it or it's a vocal no, just, one, right? It's vocal and somatic, I think. So yeah. Yeah. You, the moment you finish the, wrapping up that spell, the, um, the room that both Morley and Mirakin have stepped into just has a real subtle glow to it. Um, but okay. there, there se- it seems to be brighter along the wall to their right. So on the left-hand side of this map, their right. Okay. Um, but also from the door uh, just outside this room to your right, uh, there's a glow coming out from underneath that door as well. Okay. I'm just going to tell everyone that it looks like there's magic along this side of the building. So beware. And I'm going to get, walk over here and, oh, I'll stay where I am and I'll get Gary to open this door, I think. That door there? Yep. Okay. Uh, let's reveal that room the as one well. Where magic is coming from. The door opens up and the room is, is uh, glowing. Um, but it seems to be coming from a... Uh, a cobweb-covered broom that's leaning up against the back wall. Okay. There's, there's like, just folded sheets and blankets and old bars of soaps on, on like, shelves that are lining this room. But mm-hmm. it's that one broom that's covered in cobwebs that okay, is I'm emanating gonna... the glow from this room. I'll approach the broom and uh, pick it up. Yeah, I think the moment you reach out to grab it, um, it just smashes out at it just whips it so it like oh. lifts up into the air and just like conk just clonks you um right on the head with the with the end of the broom. Uh it only rolls in eight, so I think I think the Baron's okay. It just kind of catches the side of his um his hat. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Whoever that is. We'll we'll keep the same we'll keep the same turn order as before and just skip forward to um Baron. We'll just go straight to you in your God response here. There <laughs> I did all that ritual just to warn me, and then I walked right up to a broom. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. It might be help me to fly around. I'm going to um, use my action to disengage and back away, and then I'll get um, Gary's to attack it with his new sword. Oh yeah, fantastic! Give us a roll to hit for. Um, I don't know. You, could, you might just need to roll a d20 plus. His uh, short bow, uh, short sword is a melee attack plus four to hit. And um, does one d six plus two? So give us a d twenty plus four. All right. Come on, come on, Gary. Come on, Gary. Show us how it's done. Sh- how do you do rolling on this? <laughs> uh, slash. Roll. You can, yeah, slash forward slash roll. There's a little space. button you can click on the left though. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is yeah, that yeah, as well? Yeah, let's do that. Let's Slash start. roll. Okay, let's do that. <clears throat> uh, 10. A 6 plus 4. Oh, Gary. Yeah, Gary misses. Gary just flubs it. The, the, um, the broom is kind of airborne now and dodging and sort of like evading the attacks from Gary. Um, Close the door. <laughs> Leave them to it. So Gary's in there with this broom, and this broom just um, just swipes out. Smack, smack at Gary. Uh, one, oh. what, his first hit, hit is a critical hit, um, <laughs> doing, do, <laughs> uh, doing six damage uh, right into Gary's skull, just straight into Gary's skull. Shit. Um, six damage. Uh, and then his second roll is 13, which is, uh, I think, well, that's, that's a hit because he's got armor class of 13. So. And delivers just two smacks of six, so a total of 12 damage, just bang, bang into oh Gary's skull. How many, Gary? How, many, how much HP did Gary have? He's got thirteen, so he's got one hit point left. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Um, Don't hurt Gary like that. Gary's still on his feet, but he's got a big crack down the the front of his skull now. Um, Fucking brooms. <laughs> uh, Morley, uh, hearing hearing this commotion, Morley kind of takes a step over here and sees this broomstick going going wild. Uh, Just like smack, smack yeah. into Gary. Oh, well, it looks like the broom's finally doing some work up here. About bloody time, I say. <laughs> uh, and then kind of holds his hand out again and does a no look while looking at Baron Witchbolt at the broomstick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, all this potion's going away at some point, I promise. It just works. And we'll be impressed. Uh Give us a click. There we go. Oh, 21. Oh, my God. And 12 damage as well. Yeah, I so think that... another that, wink? <laughs> um, yeah, it just bursts out of your fingertips and just hits the peak of this broom and travels right down to its bristles. And the bristles just go... And, like, um, like blacken, just char instantly. Mm. Um, it's, still, it's still hovering slightly off the ground, but that did some significant damage. All right, that's my turn. God. <clears throat> um, Merican, anything from you? Um, oh, there's a poor little skeleton getting messed up in there. If I charge in, mm. uh, will I still be able to get at the broom? Just like there's not a lot of room to move in there. You'd be taking yeah. your full movement to get face-to-face with that broom, and you'd be probably saying at disadvantage you'd be attacking with disadvantage, mm. thanks to how cramped that space is with you, the broom, yeah. Gary. I know. The bear is fat. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> he can't yeah. fit in the what cupboard. It's not a sleek. It's not a sleek She's bear. She's not a sleek bear, okay? Mm. It's the just mm. about to hibernate mode. Um, all right. Well, regardless, <laughs> she's still going to come crashing in to defend um, our poor new compadre. Flashing okay. out with the claws at disadvantage and trying to savage the broom. And I've rolled a six at a ten. And both of them miss. It's just the cramped space that you're in. Um, yeah, you're just knocking. You're knocking sheets and blankets and stuff off the shelves. Soap's flying up. Dust is kicking up. And you you pause for a moment, and the the broom is just hovering in front of in front of Berrikin. In front of her beady eyes. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Loris, you you've probably just heard like a bit of commotion. Coming from the room Birkin next door. Into things again, as far <laughs> yeah, as you've heard that like own. growl and that roar from uh, Berrikin. Yeah, so 
Um, <clears throat> I think I'm just going to sort of poke my head around the corner and I'll see Morley standing outside the room looking kind of cocky with his, you know, at, at Baron kind of, yeah, look what I did. I'm not going to see the bear. I can't see the skeleton, but I'm going to assume they're in the room because where else would they be? Everyone's attention um, is at that room, yeah. Everyone's attention's in there and it's like, close the door! <laughs> and then I'm just going to stand there looking very cross. <laughs> Fantastic, Morley. <clears throat> okay, cool. Bill, over to you. This has been a little comical, I think, but like also a little scary. Mom or something. Close the door. <laughs> yeah. You let all the heat out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going to suggest, hey, uh, why don't we just back away from that thing and see if we can work out what's going on here? Do we need to kill a, a fucking broomstick? Gary's honor is at stake, Bill. Yeah, I mean, he's almost killed our new best friend. How dare you? Got critically attacked. Well, I mean, you did you did go in and try to grab him. Because and... it bopped his dad on the head. <laughs> he's a good a boy. Well, look who's on the broom side. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, shove off, all right? Anyway, um, that's, what, that's what I'm doing. I'm suggesting that we okay. back away from the broom. All right. Baron, back with you. Back away, schmack away. <laughs> Look, uh, I'm going to att- uh, attempt to do Toll the Dead on the broom. I thought you were going to fireball it. I thought you were going to use <laughs> fireball. Full Nova. Full Nova. <laughs> yeah, then shut the door. Uh, <laughs> yeah, shut this. <laughs> <clears throat> and that's uh, a wisdom, wisdom saving throw. How wise is that broom? It is not wise. It failed. It failed big time. Okay. That's 2d12 for the okay, 19 great. damage. Yeah, that, you messed it up. I mean, that's pretty obvious. <laughs> <Gary>! <laughs> um, the broom sort of just like, it's already pretty fried uh, and it just drops to the ground and all the bristles, it, it hits bristles first and the bristles all just fall off this thing and it slams into the ground and cracks in half since it had been well weakened by that lightning bolt. Um, well done. You guys have killed a broom. I'm going to run in there, squeeze past the giant bear, and uh, just try and um, check Gary's bones. See if, are you okay, Gary? <laughs> okay. Um, does yeah. healing does healing work on Gary? I think so. Oh. You can heal a skeleton, surely. Yeah. Oh. yeah. You can heal the undead. Well, while Merican's doing that, she tries to make herself feel like a little bit more important by like grabbing the splinters of the broom and like tossing them around with her mouth like a, like a dog with a bone like I help I help <laughs> desecrating a dead body that's that's classy right there so you <laughs> it's a broom you consider a broom a, a I don't know if I'd classify now. it as a yeah <laughs> um, this is this is like really beauty and the beast type stuff yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit more adorable yeah. than I was led to believe <laughs> by your like curse of strides really dark. Are you ready for this? A broom <laughs> is gonna come at you. The death house. <laughs> There's a teapot coming up. <laughs> oh god, no, not the teapot. Think of the splinters. A curvaceous teapot. <laughs> <laughs> um so let's so the other thing you notice when this broom uh dissipates is that the the obviously the magical aura from this room. Uh, goes with it. It just drops away. But there is still a glow from the other room um, that Mirakin had just uh, run from. Okay. Well, I think everybody, I think 
I was a fool. I thought maybe it was just a magic broom that I could fly around on. <laughs> but anything that is glowing, I think, is just going to try and hit us. Yeah. So I'll pop my head in the other door maybe, and I'll tell you if anything's glowing, let's not go near it. Okay. So this room looks kind of like a nursery to you. There's a, there's a crib um, up against the far wall. Um, and there's like a black shroud uh, over it. So you can't see into this crib. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing really out. Uh, there's like just dust and, and cobwebs. You think you can see some kind of shape um, past that shroud, but you can't really see any details. It's inside just not really the crib? The right, yeah, inside the crib. Um, okay, this but the, is the, creeping the, me out. The glow isn't coming, isn't centered on the crib like it was um, the broom or anything like that. But the room is has a bit of a glow to it. The room has a glow. The whole, yeah, this is because it was uh, emanating from this underneath the door before. Um, yeah. And this whole room has a bit of a glow to it. Hey, guys, there's a crib here. However, this baby was stillborn, right? So is it that child's? I, I think I'm just creeped out by the whole thing because I suspect that there's something up with this baby, just to let you know. So does anyone want to go and touch the crib? <laughs> I no. mean, I can, I can, I would, um, I'm going to wander and see if I, I'm pretty sure I won't smell any, anything living, <clears throat> but I, mm-hmm. I'm going to sniff around the room and see if I, if, if there is a baby in there, I will surely smell something. What do you, are you, is there any specific smell you're looking for? Because last time you were smell. in this room, you just, you, this baby, there's no smell of baby. It's there's just old. It's ancient. This whole room smells dusty and musty and old. Well, the problem is when I'm a bear, I can't really enunciate. So mm. I can't really tell anyone that I can't smell a, a baby. I'm going to, if so I can't smell barren- a baby, I'm going to go and nudge <laughs> that cot because it's freaking me out. Hmm. Thank okay. Uh, yeah. So, you, are you just walking into I, that room and just giving it a little nudge with your? Yeah, I'm going to try and like dislodge you... the shroud. Shrouded things are too okay. scary to be left alone. Yeah, you um, walk up to this crib and and start pouring at this shroud, just trying to find like a gap in it. Um, and you manage to hook a, an edge of the shroud and open it up, and you can see down into the crib. It looks to be a lightly wrapped baby-sized bundle. Lying in that crib. Mm-hmm. So can I, is it just a, a fully wrapped bundle? Is there a baby's face? Gonna, you generally don't wrap the face of the baby for breathing It's fully purposes. wrapped. It's okay, fully wrapped. Okay, so it's... Fully <laughs> and it, but it doesn't sp- smell of death or anything. No, no you, you're not... You, all you're smelling is like hundreds of years of Mm-mm. aging and... Of baby. It could be a burrito. <clears throat> I'm going to go in... It could just be a burrito. American. And I'm going to say to Merrick, Berrican, Berrican, should I pick it up? <laughs> um, can bears shrug? <laughs> Give me a nod. Give me a nod or a shake I'm, your head. I'm going to say, I'm going to nod. You're the one detecting magic, okay. right? Yeah. I'm going to gingerly lift in, um, put my hands in and lift up the baby-shaped object very respectfully. Yeah, you, you reach down into this crib um, and it, it gets really dusty and cobwebby and you've got to push away some cobwebs to get to this this bundle. And you 
put it into your hands gently and lift it up out of the crib. Mm-hmm. You're now holding that, that bundle. Okay, I'm going to lift open the fabric over its head area or body. It's, or... Yeah, it's just more um, blankets. It's, more it blankets. is just, there's nothing in there. It's just blankets that have been folded and turned into a baby sort of sized shape. Um, That's mean. But then you you, <clears throat> you hear um, just a, a gentle sobbing uh, coming from the room that you've just walked out of. Uh-huh. Um, oh, turn around. Yeah, the, the, the sense of dread, the moment that you turn around just picks up. Um, Morley, you what are you looking at at that side of the room? Are you have you gone to go look in the fireplace or no? I was just backing away from the creepy, possibly dead baby room. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, then you're, you're the you're the first to see it. Um, oh, shit. What you see is this this woman in the mirror on the wall, um, and it's at first you're not sure if what you're seeing is just a trick of light or if it's someone. Uh, uh, just, I don't know, a reflection of something, but it slowly moves through the mirror and into the room uh, and it's crying. And as it cries, parts of its face start melting away um, with the tears. It's pushing the face away, revealing just this uh, frightened, almost half skeletal look. Um, and it sort of looks out towards the Baron. Um, and so Baron, you're now seeing this as well. The mm. moment uh, your two eyes lock, um, you, you again, you're just feeling absolute and utter um, fear. Oh, I thought you were going to um, say we've fallen in love. Uh, if only, <laughs> if only. No, um, I feel utter fear. and But this, this fear is painful. Um, you're going to take five necrotic damage just as this thing just looks just by looking at deep into your eyes, you just feel sick. This rotting feeling in your stomach as you take five damage from this. Yeah. Um, um, uh, it lets out a scream and just charges straight for the Baron. Um, and we're going to need uh, another roll of initiative okay. for everyone, please. So click your token, even though I did it and it didn't work. So I probably shouldn't. Oh, uh, yeah. I wrote a, an 18. I've rolled a 21. Bosh. I've rolled a 12. Um, and I rolled a 9. Cool. All right, let's go to the top uh, of the order. Loris, you've been sort of looking down through into this room and you just now see this floating um, spectre just charging towards the room that you saw American and, and Baron heading into. Fucking children can't look after themselves. Um, so just seeing this, this random. Wait, were you thing. just talking about us? <laughs> Rude. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to assume that, that they haven't seen it because it's just randomly appeared, and, and I've not seen. I've kind of seen them just go into these rooms. Um, you so can tell. You, you can tell that this is not a good thing to be charging, mm. being charged by. Yeah. So I can see that it's heading towards the room where they've gone, and I'm just going to run from where I am screaming, look out! So I'm going to scream, charge there, and I'm not really sure what I'm going to do when I reach the thing, but I'm just kind of going to 
grab it and just trying to push it out of the way, just sort of in a bit of a tackle mode because I'm not really thinking about anything. I'm just running in to grab it. Um, give me an unarmed strike. Or are you trying to grapple it or are you trying to... I'm just trying to like big Superman dive and just tackle it. Like, yeah, okay. Um, give me give me a strength roll. Okay. I have rolled a, an 18. Cool. You just go flying straight through this thing. <laughs> um, and, and sort of just land opposite uh, on the other side of it, prone on the ground. Um, okay. I'm, I'm lying flat on the ground, feeling yeah. rather silly, but yeah. Cool. We'll go over to Morley now. All right. Um, so Morley saw this kind of grizzly specter step out of the mirror. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, I want to cast Mage Hand, and I want to use Mage Hand to try and topple. Is the mirror like a freestanding mirror that I can topple? It's attached to the wall of this beautiful uh, wooden frame. I'm going to try and use Mage Hand to kind of yank it from the wall to try and smash it. Okay, cool. Uh, give me... Uh, it's not a roll, it's just a thing. It's just a cantrip. Um, it's firmly attached to the wall. Um, but what you do notice is when this this hand uh, reaches out, unlike ever before, this is the you've cast this multiple times before, but this time the mage hand has just taken on this skeletal look instead of its normal kind of spectral look, and it grabs out to try and like swipe or grab, find a hold of that mirror, and instead of shifting the mirror, opens up a part of the wall. So that that wall now is a little open. It's like a secret door behind that that mm. mirror. Right, okay. I'm going to yell out, I've got some good news and some bad news. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will move over to Bill. Bill. Um, uh, sorry, you're uh, muted, Bill. Yeah, I'm just uh, just trying to think about what I can do here. Um, I think I am going to go for it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to cast a spell. I've not used this before. Ooh. Oh. Sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Sleep. (laughs) It's uh, it's called Calm Emotions. Okay. Uh, And what I'm going to attempt to do is that final clause there. Is I'm going to try to make this target indifferent about creatures. And I'm just going to say, we're not the ones who caused you this, this heartache. We're here to help uh, some children. You may know them. That's okay. all we're here for. So they've got to make a charisma. I think oh, everybody within, you don't have it. to. Ch- um, so, so there's two modes, right? So one is I can uh, help people from being charmed or I can try to calm down something, like one yeah. thing. So I'm choosing to try to calm down one thing. So it's everybody within a 20-foot radius still has to make a saving throw uh, against what you're trying to do. They can choose not to if they don't want to, if everyone wants to suddenly feel calm about themselves. I think that's the first mode. And the second mode mode alternatively can make a target indifferent about creatures of your choice. There still has to be a saving throw for it, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, But not not from everybody. This creature would have to 
This creature will uh, have to right. fail a save. No, because it says everyone within 20 foot um, has to make the saving throw and it uh, allows choose one of the following two effects. So everyone oh, has yeah, to roll. True. Right. Okay. okay. So wow. Yeah. So you can you can choose to let it fail if you wish. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And what does it have to? <laughs> I beat? crit failed. <gasps> you double crit. Failed. I double, double crit. I actually failed. rolled That's with amazing. an advantage and got zero on both. What a legend! Legendarily That's bad amazing. charisma. <laughs> Adam won't know this, but I'm legendary at fail failing charisma checks as well. So oh, f- how do you roll? Fourteen is oh, the number to beat. By the way, yeah, it, it's rolled a total of seventeen. Um, it is ignoring your words completely. Oh, um, what, Adam? You're fine, uh, American. <laughs> yeah, Adam got a crit success. Uh, yeah. Ultimately, you can make a target indifferent about creatures of your choice. So the creatures of choice in Bills was you guys. Basically, so American, you're feeling kind of indifferent about your whole crew. Oh, well, that I, right I, I, I can only make one. I can only target one creature. To do oh, that. okay, cool. Okay, that's fair. Sorry, that's cool. All right, all so, good. All good. So basically, nothing happens. You might feel a little bit calmer. Like somebody yeah. sat you down with a nice cup of tea. Um, <laughs> like a, it's a herbal tea, so there's no caffeine in it. <laughs> Yeah, um, couple of tramadols. Yeah, we say we say both both American and Loris are just feeling a little calmer. Um, but yeah, and this this spectre has just ignored you completely. Um, I'm glad I burnt a second level spell slot on that. <laughs> Great stuff. <laughs> it was a good attempt. It was a good attempt. Uh, American. Yeah. Um, American, extremely calmly, um, steps forward <laughs> in order to protect Baron and and um, hopes to nudge him out of the way as she does so to stand in between him and the spectre. Okay. Um, yeah, we can do that. Growling and slathering in the spectre's face. She's going to attempt to bite and slash at it, but I suspect it won't do much. Well, uh, give us a roll. All right. I rolled an eight and a 20 for the claws. All right. That, that first one misses. Um, you catch a bit of its uh, sort of ghostly clothing, I guess. But that second one, um, manages to to really dig into this the side of this spectre and it lets out a scream. Um, so how much damage? Did eight, eight damage. Play. Yeah. Oh, I okay, didn't perfect. expect that to hit after Loros blew through it. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else Berrican wants to do? Just snarl and slather. Okay. <laughs> Are you a face-to-face with this thing? Um, Baron. I'm... Going to attempt to cast Cause Fear at level one. Uh, okay. What does that do? I don't know. <laughs> okay, so it is not like the spell Fear. It's Cause Fear, which is not as powerful. And they, right. if they fail it, they will just go into a, a um, fearful state or something. I don't think they even run away. They go to, right. They become frightened. Uh, well, they've rolled a 19 total. Okay. That's fine. It also says a construct or an undead is a mutant. Ah, foolish. I I myself am not thinking straight. Mm. But Gary (laughs) is going to run and attempt to attack it. Okay, give us a roll. So it's a plus four, isn't it? Oh, no. Um, Bill, was that just a standard short sword, was it, that you gave Gary? There was, yeah, cool. Uh, Uh, Ten. Ten is a miss. Oh. Um, so is Gary? So 
I'm trying to think of where Gary would be standing at this point. I think he's probably here. He would have come in with me. Right, right, right. So, yeah, he would have had a bit of trouble to try and reach out anywhere. So let's just say he kind okay. of just slammed against the door frame. Um, anything anything else from the Baron? Uh, nope. Um, it's the Spectre's turn. Let's just looking directly at Mirican. Uh, we'll kind of like, yeah, eye to eye with Mirican. Mirican, um, I assume you've been looking at the Spectre while attacking. This dread, when you realize you've been locking eyes with this uh, creature, has just, again, the, the fear and sickness from this dread is just filling you up. And I need you to take five damage. Um, uh, I'm also going to need a strength check from you. I rolled a three. Uh, well, you only rolled a four, so unfortunately, uh, even with the low roll, um, American, you just uh, picked up off the ground um, and thrown off to this the back corner of this room. Oh wow! Um, and even with uh, all of I that need... chunky weight, Thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I just need you to and we'll take uh, it's uh, d6 of damage, so three damage Oof. as you slam into that wall. Oof. Um, and um, out of nowhere, the the spectre just disappears, just fades. Fades away. Which wall? Oh, good. Um, just uh, to up above uh, Baron there. Oh, okay. There. So it's sort of like thrown into the back of the room. I was yeah, yeah. Just thrown into the back of that room. Uh, and the spectre has now just uh, disappeared. Uh, Loris, it's your turn. You're prone on the ground. Um, <clears throat> yes. Yeah, so, so Loris is just going to jump up and go, four. Oh, where did it go? It's looking around for this thing and, and can see Morley over the other side of the room looking into this kind of hole in the wall, pokes his head into the room, seeing the Baron and Merican up against the wall again, looking injured. <laughs> Not laughing. Um, is everyone okay? What's going on? Where did it go? Cool. Um, Morley, we'll go over to you. Can you can you describe the, um, the bit of the wall that sort of came away when I... It's it's not a uh, sorry it's not a chunk of the wall that's come away the the whole section of uh, the wall that the mirror was attached to has it's clearly um, now that you're looking at it has been on some kind of hinge it's a, it's a door uh, okay. that has just opened up uh, maybe a few centimeters from the wall is it a push or a pull it's a pull okay uh, I'm going to uh, cast mage hand again and attempt to mm-hmm. pull open this this door at the seam yeah cool we'll say. Um, we're considering where you guys all are, this is what you're seeing. Um, you can see maybe the the a couple of, like a hint of a step um, from the darkness uh, behind that wall. All right, I'm going to call out to my crew. We think I found the basement <gasps> on the top of the house. It, it would seem it pretty weird. I agree. <laughs> 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 So the <laughs> uh, cool, yeah. Bill. Um, hearing Morley call out, I think I'm just going to run in and see what's going on. And if the uh, if the spectre doesn't reappear, I'm just going to head towards the basement. Um, so we'll say you move into that, um, and it's actually as you look into there, stairs. Up, not down. <laughs> sorry, sorry, all. Sorry about that. 
I'd call back and I'd say, I think it's more of a uh, more of an attic situation. Mm. And you can see looking up the stairwell uh, with your with your dark vision um, that it goes up maybe uh, I don't know, like ten feet, and then turns a corner around to the left and and continues up. Um, and I don't see the the ghost. No, no, there's nothing all. in there. Okay. Um, nothing but you cobwebs and a lot of dust. Um. Okay, I might just hang around here. Okay, for Mer- everybody else oh. to come. Yeah, cool. American, still in bear form. Barrican, I should say. <laughs> Shakes her head and and uh, sort of snuffles. Gets back up and and seems to see there's no trace of Vector that was once there. So she um, everyone seems to be calm. Um, maybe Bill's. Bella's still lingering in the air. I don't know. Um, she she clambers clambers off the ground and, and goes through the door into the room and looking around trying to see if Victor's in there. Mm-hmm. Imagine um, no you're not signs. seeing you're not seeing any signs. No signs. Um, but the dread is still very much in the room. So she's going to start investigating the room, starting with the um, closet that seems to be ajar for some reason. The dresser was it? Oh, that's. Oh, the, yeah, so that's just a, an empty wardrobe. The closer you get, the more you, you just open it up fully now and there's just nothing in no there. No dread in there? Just, some just a cob- wardrobe. No, <laughs> there's no uh, more dread in, in the cupboard just than outside the cupboard. Just the same amount of dread in there. <laughs> an equal amount of dread inside and outside that cupboard, yeah. <laughs> Can I just do an investigation check on the room and just look around for anything? Um, yes, but uh, I think I think you've the only... I th- yeah, you're not going to discover anything more. I'm not going to make you roll okay. for that. Let's say you, you, you've you got six seconds anyway on your turn and you just have a quick look around. Are we still in around. combat? There's nothing out mm-hmm. of play. Oh, well, we're still going through turn orders at the moment. <gasps> okay. Yeah. Until until I um, t- until I feel it's safe to move on. Um, Baron, we'll go back to you. You're still holding this um, mm. bundle of blankets, I guess. Well, I'm going to put the... There's nothing in the center of it. It's just blankets, right? It's just blankets. Okay, I'm going to place it back into the crib nicely, wrap it up, and put the um, the shroud back over the top of it. Okay. Of the crib. And then I'm going to um, open this door and just have a a look in the uh, yeah. lower left room. Um, all right. So you've kind of opened up a small uh, doorway out just to a balcony. Um you feel from this height you'd be able to get a good look at the surrounding uh, town, but mm. you're met with just a wall of fog that is quite close uh, to the balcony High itself. Fog. Yeah, fog. Just the just the fog from earlier. Yep. Just pushing up. So you really can't see much. And there's no magic glow? Um, not out here, no. Is the fog How long, how long does that last? How long does it Ten last? Ten minutes. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's think, fine. Yeah. I don't think much time has passed because we just came in and got attacked. Well, you you had the fight with the um, broom. Some discussion True. afterwards. Yeah, we got attacked by a broom. <laughs> came in here. Yeah, so, yeah, so you've still got some time. Left. You've still got yeah. some time. Um, but the so glow, the fog's not glowing. No, no. Well, I think it had the same sort of light glow that it had when you first cast detect magic, mm. right as you first entered. Oh, right, right. Uh, Barovia. It's vaguely magic. Yeah, okay. it's vaguely magic. So, are you have you moved out onto the balcony or? No, I was just looking out. I am going to follow Bill if I um, get the chance. Okay. Uh, cool. 
Uh, feel free to move your token to where you want to be if you're just going to be behind. Yep, I'll just go behind Bill. Okay, great. Um, I think at this point, um, you, on your way through to the to the uh, doorway that, and the stairwell that Bill's in, um, you're feeling that dread and it peaks just before that, that entrance. Um, and you sort of feel something uh, sort of from behind. Um, sorry, I'm just going to select this, do that. Um, American, you're the one that sees it since you're sort of looking a bit more uh, around it, um, inspecting the room. But again, it starts with this like um, the skeletal face just from where the nose should be, just starts fading back into existence to reveal this full length, um, weeping, frightened looking spectre. Um, and it's looking towards this, the, um, the crib uh, and then turns and sees Loris uh, standing next to it and it just reaches into his chest um, let's see what we can do with this if anything uh, oh. it is a roll of 12 which is which is not too bad um, but I think this is, has obviously shocked Loris and, and they're looking eye to eye and Loris this is the first time you've really felt this dread in this room it was kind of, you felt dread before it was nothing for you but this time this was now that you've caught face to face, eye to eye with the spectre, it just fills you with absolute dread. Uh, and I'm going to need you to take five damage. Um, but it is your turn. <laughs> um, hang on. What about the constitution saving that um, I was talking about? Uh, that was a fail, that one. I rolled a 12, so that was a fail. The five, dre- um, five uh, dread that he needs to take was something else completely. Ooh. That wasn't from the roll. Yeah, so so the, the strike missed, but I still take some damage, obviously, because this shit's scary. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm not not totally used to spectres and ghosts and stuff, and I think having this thing kind of attempt to reach into my chest, although it's probably missed, I think it's still probably reached in and just not done any damage. Like it's mm. just a ghostly thing that's reached in. Mm. So I think that's enough to kind of just maybe not panic Loris, but kind of put him in a state of like, what the. Yeah, I think you jolt back. I think you jolt back a little bit, and yeah. the hand sort of withdraws from you before it can do anything. So it's just kind of this hand's gone in, gone out. And I'm like, this is really weird. Um, I still have my mace in my hand, but I'm just going to kind of wildly flail with both, just kind of like in a bit of a panic. Get out, fuck off. Yeah, I don't like you. Oh shit. Sorry, I just almost knocked something off the window. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, so, yeah, so you're, you're swiping with. The mace? Yeah, with, with the mace, just kind of in a bit of a wild flail. So nothing specifically aimed. It's just kind of a... Yeah, yeah cool. Give me, give me a roll to hit. Um, I haven't done this for a while. Uh, yeah, so one. All right, so I rolled a 10. Clearly wild flail. Yeah, you're, you're flailing around and it just misses. You're just, you're just swiping uh, either side of it. You're not, you're not, it's not going through. You, you wouldn't know if it would go through or not. It's just off to the side. Um, is there anything else Loris wants to do? Um, no, Loris is just sort of in a state, not a state of panic, but just a state of a bit of confusion, but weirded out still. And yeah, now his attacks are missing. He's just like, what the fuck? Cool. Morley, over to you. Um, can I, can I roll an arcana check to see if I've ever kind of come across a spectre like this on my travels on the high seas? Yeah. Uh, yep. Give me, give me a roll. 11. Okay. With a roll of 11, um, I think... It's not that you've you've heard tales of these things, mm-hmm. um, and one of the things that you've heard 
clearly seems to be um, true, which is if you lock eyes with one of these things, it's going to do you damage. All right. That's, that's something that you know. You also know that they're not the easiest things to um, attack. Okay. I'm going to gonna sort of yell out in almost fear, but to the rest of my crew, I've seen these grizzly specters before. Don't be making eyes at it. And then I'm going to go and jump in the closet. <laughs> he's a pirate and now he's in the closet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's not a, Oh, you're in that closet. Okay, yeah, great. Okay, cool. Oh, Are you sh- and you're shutting it behind you? Yeah. I'm getting flashbacks okay. to Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, Bill. Um, I'm going to cast a spell. It'll, I guess, up to you. Reckon how you think it will play out, uh, but I'm going to cast dissonant whispers. Okay. Um, and what I'm going to whisper to the specter is, "It wasn't your fault. It was just their time." Okay. It's not. It wasn't you. Okay, and what is this? Um, on a failed save, psychic damage and immediately use its reaction. Um, it has not saved on this. Uh, it hears, it stops uh, what it's doing with Loris and sort of whips its head towards the stairwell where you're at. Um, but you've looked, you're not looking at it. You've, you close your eyes just as it looks towards you. You've heeded Morley's words. Um, uh, and it just, it, it, bolts into this nursery and just um, cowers over the top of this crib, um, just sobbing over this, into this crib. Um, yeah, it seems to have heard what you have to say. Uh, can I do anything else? Uh, do you have, well, what do you want to do? I would like to shut the door. <laughs> was just, was just going to do it, was literally going to reach out and close the door. <laughs> Um, even with, uh, with, with Mirakin and, and Loris still in the room? No, no, not that door, this door. Oh, you're going to, yeah, you can use your movement to go and, and close that door. I'll close the door to the nursery. I was like, I was like that's cold. Yeah, the right. nursery. Yeah. Right, right, right. Close the door. Okay. Okay. Like, bye uh, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I thought you were like, I'm going upstairs. Goodbye. <laughs> um, okay, cool. We'll move to Mirakin. Mirakin. So I wouldn't have known that he'd um, cast distance, obviously. Um, but I do no. hear it sobbing and can sense that yes. it's an extremely troubled spirit and that it must be grieving the loss of its child. Um, yeah. So I just edge around as quietly as I can to try and join um, Aaron in the stairwell. Okay. Um, I think at this point you, you've noticed that the um, – just like in other parts of the house, there have been some portraits and there is something, a small, small painting above the fireplace that didn't really stand out before, but now everything's sort of calmed down a little bit. Um, you've noticed that uh, it's, it seems to be maybe a painting of someone who lived in this room and she's all dressed up in servant's clothing um, with a big, big smile on her face. That, and that's what you just notice as you, as you run towards this. A painting um, of a happy servant. Wouldn't see that often. They don't mm. normally have mm. enough for commissions. <laughs> yeah. Expensive. Yeah. 
So are you um, in the stairwell uh, with Baron and Gary? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Baron, over to you. Well, I've seen the ghost run away and start crying. I'm mm. <clears throat> not going to exacerbate it, I think. I'm going to move up the stairs and I'm going to whisper to, before I go, I'll whisper to Morley, let's go while we have the chance. I saw him go into the closet. Yeah, cool. So I'll, hopefully you heard that. Uh, I'm going to move up the stairs. Okay. Um, we'll, before detailing what you see at the top of the stairs, we'll just move on uh, mm-hmm. to Loris. It's, there's been just a continued sobbing from the nursery with the closed door. Loris is pleased that Bill closed the door because that's what he was going to do because, you know, made sense to close the door. Um, so I'm just going to con- go follow up the uh, stairs with Merican and um, the Baron because that's where the fun seems to be happening. Okay. And I oh, and Gary, sorry. <laughs> he is actually a person and needs to be recognised. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, Morley. I just poke my poke my head out of the closet and see if I can see anything. And as it seems to have calmed down, and I can, I guess I can hear the kind of the weeping coming from that room. I'll very, mm. very gingerly start to step back towards these stairs. Cool. Um, and Bill. Um, yeah, I'm just going to follow everybody up. Okay. Um, so let's. I'm going to. I'm going to turn off the turn order. Um, you guys dealt with that in a way I wasn't expecting, but I'm I'm really glad you guys did uh, did what you did. Um, so if you move a little to the right on the map, um, we're not always murder hobos, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so these these stairs um, just continue up uh, and up, and eventually you find yourself to just a, a closed door at the top of the stairs, uh, Baron. Okay. Uh, does it gl- is it glowing? No, no, there's no glowing. And by this point now, the, the spell is starting to, to wear off. Okay. But you're not seeing any glowing coming from underneath the stairs, uh, the door in front of you. I'll open the door. Uh, cool. Let's uh, just reveal uh, this room as well. Yeah. Cool. It's... There's a lot of doors in here. <laughs> um, so it's uh, you don't have any sort of um, dark vision or anything, do you, uh, Baron? No, but I... Do have a cantrip now, right? Because you open up that door and it's just pitch black up here. You've that's the yeah. same okay. dusty smell, and you feel some cob. You reach out and you get a handful of cobwebs. Oh, okay. I cast um, light. How long does that last for? An hour. Cool. Ten feet. In, okay, so that, that lights a room up, and it's just like it's completely empty, uh, save for um, some dust and cobwebs. There's a there's a door sort of towards you, um, off to the left, with a uh, just a massive yeah. padlock. Um, keeping the door locked and closed. And you look around and there's a little bit of a hallway uh, to, off to the left of that with a door on either side. Uh, and you sort of look around um, to your left, you know, almost behind you now. And there's another door uh, leading mm. sort of further down into the house. I cast light on Gary, by the way. Perfect. You have to choose an object. Gary is lit up. Yeah, that's perfect. He glows. He glows. Okay. It doesn't do one hit point of damage, does it? Because that would not be good for him. <laughs> it gives gives him all his hit points back. Okay. Does Gary um, do, can, does Gary suffer like fright damage or something by being less up? I mean, that would just be beautiful. Gary like, ain't oh, afraid shit. of nothing. Cool. And so I think the rest of you um, follow up into this this empty room as the Baron lights up Gary and moves into the middle of this room. 
Phil. Can I cast Cure Wounds at level one on Gary, please? I will allow you? it. Yeah, for sure. I lay my hand on his shoulder blade, which is exposed because he's a fucking skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I let, I let the, the healing flow through me. And I heal him by 1d8 plus my spell casting mod, which is yeah, nice. uh, three. Cool. I like to think that this is happening at the same time that Baron is um, making him glow as well. Oh, yeah. yeah it's just yeah. a ceremonial laying of hands. Special <laughs> yeah. treat, man. <laughs> it's like going through the car wash. <laughs> uh, he's, so cured, yeah. he's cured by 9 HP. Oh, nine. there we go. All right. That's so what Gary wants. 10 HP now. Wow. Perfect. Fantastic. Um, I feel yeah. a great sense of relief. <laughs> yeah, I think at this point you've all noticed um, the, the padlock on the door and off to sort of the right hand, the top half of the uh, the room there. Um, that's yeah, that's the one. Oh, Loris is so, t- t- so dealing with this. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> By all means. Although didn't yeah. Baron Byron so, grab um, a key yeah. at one point? <laughs> you good yeah, thinking, American. Try Morris that first before we smash. Just a moment. Before I, I'll see you winding up for an attack. I'm not gonna just smash it. I'm just gonna leave. I'm just. just it's what not are you doing? Smash it. I'm oh, what were you doing? Lock. Are you gonna pick it? Yeah. I'm, I, Loris has just boldly walked up to it. <laughs> With my He's axe. knocked down beside it. Investigated the lock. Okay. He's fumbling around in a little pouch, and he's just pulling out some stuff. And he pulls yeah. out these kind of very rickety old looking lockpick tools. Ah, okay. And he's going to give it a crack. He's like, Me and Gary are watching, nodding. This yeah. Is good. Give us um, give us a, because you've got proficiency with us. So give us a, a roll. I you should know. be able to just click the in the proficiencies thing. You should be able to click I'm your roll. Sure. Um, it should just be, what's it What the proficiency? What's it called? A few. Thieves tools. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know whether I set it up right or not. I probably, oh, I'll just have to see what this says. Okay, okay, you haven't set it up. Just give me a uh what are we gonna roll? Uh, it'll be it'll be it'll be Dex plus yeah. uh, give me a proficiency dex. bonus. Yeah plus Dex plus your proficiency. Oh crikey. So Dex is uh, uh, so Dex is one plus proficiency, which is oh whatever. Three. Give me a number, someone. Three. <laughs> D20 plus right, four total. D20 plus four. Sweet. D20 plus four. All right, here we go. Let's see how good this goes. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled an eight. See, I should have just charged it three. Four plus four. Yeah, no, I think Loris is Loris is like flicked up his uh, his lockpick and stuff, giving you guys all a bit yeah. of a wink, and he's just sitting there for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lock kind of padlock, <laughs> and he just ca- and he just can't. And after like a couple of minutes, he just goes ah, and and just lean and just like sort of walk, turns away and just walks away from this well, padlock. I didn't, okay, I didn't want to be rude because that was impressive. I thought it was cool. I didn't even know you had that stuff. <laughs> I'm just going to walk up and pull it. out this um, iron key that I found. See if that fits. Right. Bill, did you have something to add to that? I was just going to say, like, five minutes is a really long time for us to stand. Like, I think nothing. I think you guys are all like, <laughs> you know, we haven't seen Loris do this before. Like any yeah. minute now, any minute he's going to get this. <laughs> any minute, and it's like it's a dark five horse. minutes have passed, and you're like, <laughs> okay, it's not, it's not happening. And then yeah, Baron just walks up with this like key in his hand. Just like, um, uh. So is it is it 
any have you got it, Loris? Is it <laughs> is it good? Um and the bit yeah, the Loris Baron just walks up and the key I'm just, not even sure I knew Baron had the key because I don't think I saw him. Is Bill up, like Yeah. But that Bill key just like, slides this way. There would the key just <laughs> Sorry. There would also be the detect magic gone, right? Yeah, the yeah, detect magic has, has run out. Okay. Um but that, that key just slides into that padlock perfectly. <laughs> It's an old, it's an old rusty padlock, but it just slides in perfectly and you turn it and it just clicks open and just drops clang, clang, clang onto the ground. Um, I'm going to turn it, turn to American and go, good thinking. <laughs> actually, you know what? I, I was would, a bear, so that was actually just me speaking. Uh, oh, you would have just heard a bear okay. snort. <laughs> <laughs> just, okay. yeah. Maybe nudge um, the, let's put it this it way. Eventually. In true Lassie style, she nudged the pocket that was holding the key. <laughs> there you go. What yeah. is it, American? What is it? Is yeah, yeah. Is that, give her a is it key? What is it? What is it, American? Is someone yeah. in the dungeon? <laughs> it's the, the key. And I'm just going to um, turn to Loris and just say, oh, it was beginner's luck. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I'm going to push the door open. Okay. Uh, there we go. Um, this room contains like a, like windows, but they're just bricked up, and they're flanked by two dusty wood frame bed sized uh, that are sized for children. Closer to the door is a small little toy chest, and it's got windmills painted on its sides, and a dollhouse that looks to be a perfect replica of the house that you're currently in. Um, mm. The furniture is all draped in cobwebs. It's incredibly dusty, and lying right in the middle of the floor the remains of two small children oh and they're wearing and they're wearing very familiar clothing (gasps) getting dicey is an independent podcast so your support means the earth to us Check out our Twitter at Getting Dicey for links to our live stream and how you can support us further. We live stream once a week, so come check out the costumes, overlays, and filters that we use to help make watching that little more exciting. Uh, we also have a link to our Discord, so you can come chat to us and each other about D&D and what's happening in the campaign. Uh, lastly, if you're liking what we're doing, we'd appreciate that you rate and review us on iTunes. Every little bit of support helps.